Been a hot summer, the flies are out. So I've got my assault gun ready. <laughs> these things are so fun. Keep letting Democrats steal elections and they'll ban these too. What's up everybody? Take two because I can't seem to ever get my microphone working on these live streams. I just forget to press the mute button. Uh, we're going live here on Thursday, July 8th. It's been like a week since I've gone live and for some reason people are like obsessed with watching live streams. So here we are live streaming to DLive Twitch and the Foxhole, uh, Foxhole app with the Foxhole fam on there. What's up guys? So we're going to talk about a little news. I already did uh, uploaded one video today on the channels that I recorded and edited. This one here, we'll go through a few articles, talk about some things, but then I really want to uh, just do some Q&A. Hang out with you guys. Uh, I've got the chat up here, and then I'm going to uh, check out the Telegram view too, and we'll go through some uh, comments, questions, things that people wanted me to talk about during this stream on Telegram. So that's that. Let's go ahead and get now into some of the news. The first thing I want to talk about is uh, DJT and his his lawsuit. Wall Street Journal today published this op-ed from Donald Trump and explaining why he's suing big tech. Basically, it's like a rehash of his talk that he gave during his announcement yesterday from uh, Bedminster, New Jersey. And the reason why this is incredibly helpful is because, of course, the media, when it comes especially to Section 230, their narrative they're always going to tout is that these companies are private, they can do what they want, and then make some sort of excuse as to why the censorship is acceptable. So <laughs> this uh, this is basically just his transcript of his speech where he explicitly discusses why their censorship is going too far and they are no longer exempt from liabilities. They can't be shielded anymore. They are essentially working with state actors to take down content, you know, on behalf of the government. So that's no longer private. That's no longer private. And of course, we are 25 years on from when the Communications Decency Act and Section 230 were originally written. So a lot's changed in the last two and a half decades, especially in terms of the internet, in terms of how we use the internet, in terms of social media as well. I mean... MySpace was just a thing, what, 10, 15 years ago? And then Facebook sprung out about 10 years ago. You know, 15 if you go back to LifeLog, if you know what I'm saying. DARPA! Uh, so, and a lot has changed, of course, even in the time social media has been out for the last decade. And first, when, first years it came out, we were wondering how to use it. Like, this is kind of awkward. What do I post? Uh, there's my dinner. There's my cat. But over the last five years, that's changed drastically, especially with the presidency, with all the conspiracy theories that are becoming conspiracy truths and facts. People have used social media as an information dissemination platform uh, through the abilities of it. So, yeah, you know, Section 230 obviously has to be removed or redone or or reworked in some way, shape, or form, and we have to hold Twitter, Facebook, Google, Google at all liable. Uh, what do you think about the possibility of getting our accounts back? Honestly, I 
I, I have no idea what I would do with myself. <laughs> what do I, what do I post on this thing? You know, if if there is, in some off chance we do get our accounts back, I wonder as well how many followers would we even have left? Would would they all be there? Would all the posts be there? What would our ability be from that step forward in posting? Right? Would we just start posting again and then take it down again, or would they know they're on the hot seats? So would they leave it up and then? how would we use it, right? So we have all these alternative platforms, which they are, I don't even want to say where we want to be, but we don't want to be on these big tech platforms and enabling them, getting them more sponsorship money, ad money. Granted, it is a good idea to still be on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, you know, even though the platforms suck, uh, just think of the information warfare aspect of it. We're trying to get information out to the masses. That's where there's going to be more people and people that need your message more than is going to be on like a bit shoot or a telegram or a gab, right? Granted, important to post information on those platforms too and especially get people over to them, over to the independents, over to the smaller guys. Uh, but still, again, you know, each each platform is going to have its own uses its own pros its own cons so you just have to be smart with what you're doing um yeah i don't know i don't know if we'll get those platforms back but we'll see you know if you would asked me a month ago i would have been like ah oh, never a possibility no way we're ever going to get those things back but now with this class action lawsuit and with uh the lawyers that are around trump saying they're going to file an injunctive relief and we'll see when that gets filed soon few days i don't know how long it would take the judge to act on that um they do it pretty quick with injunctive reliefs you know people are getting kind of a uh, kind of confused with class action lawsuits yes they can drag out for a long long time but that's why uh injunctive reliefs are a thing and those get decided typically from my understanding my my minimal legal understanding uh pretty quickly so we'll see we will see uh, yeah, uh, that'd be interesting. So uh, back to these. We got that. Let's move on to discussing the next audits. Uh, the next one after, you know, Arizona, which we're waiting to kind of finalize and get the results from. Next state up to plate is Pennsylvania. And there's another drama fest going on there. You know, what these audits are doing is they're basically they're basically making all these all these state level swamp creatures just show their true colors, show their true clown colors, red nose, big hair. Uh yeah, they're totally coming out of the woodwork. So in Arizona, their Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs, that shill show, she was just reeing from the rooftops. And now we got this dude here, the attorney general in Pennsylvania which I'm not too familiar with, but I got people on Telegram who are from Pennsylvania, and they're commenting, telling me how much of a crook this dude is. Uh, they're both Democrats, of course, you know, not a left-wing, right-wing issue, but when you're at the, like, federal and state level, at least, you know, typically more Ds are going to have problems within the, within the Rs, but rhinos are an issue, too. Anyway, we've got Attorney General... Uh, I forget his name even, but Josh Shapiro. There you go, Shapiro. Something about those Shapiros. Mm. Anyway, uh, he's basically saying he's going to try to impede any effort of uh, State Senator Doug Mastriano, 
who's the Republican there trying to spearhead this audit, going to stifle him in many ways. And he basically called, I believe he did an interview with a news outlet today. I don't know which one, but I think that Attorney General Shapiro called Mastriano straight insurrectionist, if I'm not mistaken. Y'all can fact check me in the comments. Uh, straight insurrectionist. So trying to smear him there for the people in Pennsylvania so they think this audit is a bad idea, but it's just it's just not going to work. I mean, the audits are going to start spreading like wildfire, spreading like what they told us COVID did, but, you know, really COVID probably didn't do. Anyway, uh, I heard some other states might be thinking about it soon as well, like Washington. Uh, that would be surprising. Let me tell you, if there is an audit that gets... Uh, gets put forth in Washington. Yes, I will take I would take one of these cameras and find wherever they're doing it and see what's going on there. Obviously, you know, wouldn't get in, but uh check out what's around there and any ridiculous newscasters or like, you know, local news stations that might be trying to smear the whole thing. Yeah, I would try to keep it honest, right? So that would be interesting, but other states too. I don't know, Montana, I don't know. Uh and we got, of course, Georgia and Michigan and Wisconsin, the the problem states. But yeah, we'll see what happens. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a good second half of the year, you know. The first half kind of blue, <laughs> but second half it's it's starting off good. I like I like July. It's all right. So all right, next article here. This was interesting. This was interesting. Isn't everything interesting? Toyota will stop donating to Republicans who objected to election certification. Another company does it. They just they just shoot themselves in the foot. When they when they do this, you know, this woke shit, I don't know what they're expecting. I really don't. They, they, I mean, likely they're just told to do this. I mean, you've got the CEO and the board of directors. Who's handling them? Like, who who has the blackmail on all these CEOs of these companies? And, and you know, you're picking up what I'm putting down. So you got to wonder how high the orders are really coming from. But uh, these companies, man, I was, I've I've always wanted a Toyota truck too. Not gonna lie, I, I'm like those those Tacomas and those Tundras. They you know, they're reliable and they look pretty dope. Like, I would drive one of those, but now I guess I'm a Silverado guy. Until I find out something about Chevy. I don't know, is Chevy doing weird shit? Maybe I'll turn into a Dodge guy. Or maybe I'll be, ah, pff, screw these companies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is here, check this out. The Lincoln Project announced it's now buying ads against companies that donate to members of Congress who voted not to certify the election. Ooh, the Lincoln Project, the one with all the all the rhinos, all the fake Republican douche nuggets and the and the and the pedos, right? Wasn't one of those guys a pedophile? So these pedos are trying to Tell these companies to stop doing <laughs> Clown world we're living in just has to make you laugh. You can't do anything but laugh. If you do anything else, like, what are you going to do? Get mad and just be forever angry at the world? Sure, get mad. But, like, at the end of the day, just laugh. Just, just, this, it's getting cleaned up. Things are happening day by day. We're all making a difference. You know, don't, don't underestimate the small differences that you make on an individual basis in your own direct spaces in your lives but 
Yeah, don't worry. Nothing to be angry about or scared about, especially. Things are getting uh, things are getting fun. IMO, my opinion. Uh, next uh, thing I want to cover here real quick, and then I, I've only got like three or four left, and we'll get into some uh, Q&A here. And I'll get off my soapboxes. Um, this is going around. It is a video of a demolition of the Champlin Towers, right? These are the ones in Surfside, Florida that fell a few weeks ago and caused that uproar. So this video going around shows the demolition of a Champlin Tower and a lot of these subtitles or descriptions that people are sharing this with are saying that this controlled demolition caught on camera, explosion of the basement floor, rumor is right underneath is a massive entrance to a deep underground military base. Oh, come on, man. Frequented by Florida's elites, DeSantis is somehow connected with this thing, blah, 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 blah. People are also sharing this as if it was the original tower fall from two weeks ago. But my friends, it is not. Again, whatever you see on social media, take it with not just a grain of salt, but the whole freaking bag, the whole shelf. Let me show you something. Took me 10 seconds to, to search engine this and fact check it. So today... Video shows demolition of the remainder of these Surfside buildings. The rest of them, they deemed them not fit to stay up. And it was, yes, an actual controlled demolition. And this did happen today. So, again, a lot of the, the shill networks, the shill bot DARPA CIA networks. You got to understand, folks, these aren't just like, I mean, there probably are a few people, few folks doing it for shits and giggles, Right. Uh, and then you do have your, <clears throat> I hesitate to use this term, but it's a great term, useful idiots out there who just, you know, they don't know any better, they share it, they're good people, they're just maybe a little new or, you know, should get off the field or something like that. Um, when it comes to a majority of what we're seeing on social media these days, primarily the social media that truth seekers are congregating on, like on Telegram and BitChute and even Gab, like I like Gab, but... It's got its problems too. They were all over Parler. They're all over Getter too. Like this is just going to be a problem for any social media platform trying to start up is they're going to have to deal with those DARPA bot networks, those private contractor AI algorithm bot networks. They amplify the shit out of so-called patriot content or truth-seeking content, right? And they amplify probably useful idiot influencers that don't realize they're being used as pawns in the game, but they're being fed disinfo. They disseminate the disinfo. Then they got these bot networks on the internet amplifying that disinfo that they don't know, but they see, oh, it's cool, I'm popular now. What I'm doing is working, I guess. I'm gonna keep doing it. So it's a problem, right? We have to have some, we have to reflect. We have to look in that mirror and have some real self-awareness uh, I'm speaking primarily to us, like content creators. If you're out there, if you have a channel, you're starting one, or you know whether it's a video, or written social media blog, whatever, you got to have some responsibility with the stuff you choose to share and who you're choosing to share as well, because that's important. Both message and messenger are important in various capacities, depending on you know uh, your objective. So I promised I'd get off this soapbox, but I just can't. I can't do it. So be careful on social media, everybody. A lot comes from these private contractor, probably three-letter agency uh, algorithms, programs, and they're there to mess with us, like do stuff like this, share it around, 
And it's a lot of it is the same type of content too. Like it's the same, you got your flat earth crap, your Nazara crap, your your quantum financial garbage. <laughs> what else can I go through? Med beds, right? That's one of them. Uh, Kinzen tunnels, you know, don't get me wrong. I don't doubt human trafficking's a thing. Absolutely it is. And it extends, of course, into many areas of our society that are, uh, <laughs> people don't realize. Although the, the kids in tunnels thing, uh, that has been used, it's like every few months you'll get this news story that gets latched upon by these shills and they take a few pieces of truth or like a, an actual story and then they add their bells and whistles of disinfo and they put it out. Uh, every few months you'll get one where it's like kids in tunnels. A couple years ago, or at the start of the pandemic, we had the two hospital ships coming to New York, remember? And there was all kinds of clickbait going around that, oh, kids under tunnels in New York are getting saved and they're going to be put on these hospital ships. Remember that? I'm old enough to remember. I've been tracking this stuff a while and I don't forget. A few months after that, we had, this one was actually maybe a little more recent, kids under tunnels in the White House, right? Kids under, you know, White House tunnels. Oh, they're getting rescued. And this person said so. And this person said they viewed it. And this person said, it's just like, it's all he said, she said rumor shit, right? There was that one, the White House one. That one actually is still pretty pernicious. I still see it uh, posted on the internet. And then we had, boom, the Ever Given one. Ooh, that one. That one made a few really glow. That one exposed some real, <laughs> real, real dummies out there. Uh, yeah, the... The thousand, the thousand people, kids, uh, women rescued on the Ever Given ship stuck in the, when it was stuck in the Suez Canal. And we even had people on their BitChute channels, like like some of those influencers, right? Uh, that have followings in the, in the six-digit range, even hundreds of thousands on some accounts. They were promoting it. Ah, I'm not going to say names, but just light it up in the comments, guys. Light that shit up. Post all those names. Come on. <laughs> who, who done it? <laughs> oh, we're bashing people again. We're attacking patriots. No, we're not. God, you gotta, you gotta, you know, put the light on the cockroaches, right? Or that shit's just never gonna go away. And this is, this is infiltration that's harming all of us, all of us, not just us, us that go for the content. But I'm talking the country, the world, because these are operations that that hinder our progression, that don't let us move any further. So there we go. Let's go into, uh, what do we got next? Ah, this one was great. I just got an email from uh, John Solomon. His Just the News. I'm subscribed to that newsletter. And this was gold. I had to share it with you here. New emails show Wuhan lab official scrambling to find disinfectant shortly after lab opened in 2016. The lab has previously been flagged for all its allegedly allegedly lax safety protocols. Is this that P4? Ooh, it is that P4 lab, Wuhan Institute of Virology. Uh, I haven't even read this yet, so we'll go through it together. Newly, email, newly released emails on Thursday showed an official with the Wuhan Institute of Virology scrambling to find disinfectant to sterilize lab equipment in the facility. Wow, shortly after a high-level laboratory opened up there. Looks like they were FOIA emails. Ooh, gotten by Judicial Watch. Good job, Tom Fitton. Uh, let's see here. Does it describe? 
what kind of disinfectant? I always want to know, right? I always want to know what. That's something that Trump did not specify uh, when he was on stage last year is what. Ah, they don't specify what, nor is it a... It'd be cool if it was like a chlorine dioxide in here or something like that, but just saying, like, they should have came to me. They should have came to the... (laughs) <laughs> to the disinfectant dude. I don't want to say bleach boy because that's how that's how the shills would uh you know love to smear smear these topics, smear these ideas, but uh yeah, clearly. I mean, chlorine dioxide has been used since the start of the pandemic scamdemic damdemic a year and a half ago by people companies around the world, sanitization companies. They've been using chlorine dioxide since day 1 to sanitize and really it's been used for decades before that in hospitals and for our food and things like that so it's (laughs) bleach 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 it makes the shills re re oh they melt it's like it's like we're disinfecting the shills just talking about disinfectant how beautiful how beautiful poetic irony there so (laughs) yeah it's oh i love talking about it though because not only does it uh make the the shills glow but it is very useful stuff. It's very cheap. It's very effective. Uh, the FDA hates it. Big Pharma hates it. It, it. It's really a basic subject, and it goes through some really basic science, like what is the bleaching process? What's a disinfectant, right? And and how do we really kill these pathogens? And uh, it just exposes the non-thinkers to. If you've had a positive experience, if you have an experience, a testimony yourself, right? I am not making any any claims. The, these statements have not been, uh, they're not medical advice. They haven't been evaluated by the Fraud and Death Administration. But if you've had an experience, if you have a story, some testimony yourself, go ahead, comment it, you know. I'll bring it up. I can I can do that and feel feel much safer than otherwise because those those sons of bitches out there. And then last last thing out here that we have is Pfizer. And uh, there are vaccines. So this breaking an hour ago is yeah fraud and death administration <laughs> and the Centers for Disease Creation. Yeah, when I was in uh when I was in Dallas and I was on stage there trying to uh trying to not be nervous and like get into a groove. I uh I said I just said that joke like fraud and death administration and people I guess a lot of people must have not heard that joke before in the audience because they were cracking up and I'm like okay that's good they can all right let's get into a little bit of that all right uh Pfizer to seek okay for third vaccine dose and they claim their shots still protect real life real life everybody. They are seeking U.S. authorization. I assume that means emergency use authorization. I would really freaking like if these media outlets understood the difference between FDA approval and FDA emergency use authorization. If they ever actually, like, took an English class. I mean, I'm assuming these are college graduates. That's usually where they find them, at the brainwashed colleges, and they, like, teach these idiots basic English, but then not critical thinking skills. So I don't understand. They can't obviously get those distinctions correct most of the time. So they want EUA, an emergency authorization for a third dose of their poison pokes. 
saying that another shot within 12 months would dramatically boost immunity and maybe, maybe, I like how they throw that in. We're going through a lot of these articles together. I haven't read this yet. Maybe help ward off the latest worrisome coronavirus mutant. Ah, shit. Associated Press getting dramatic on you here. You know, when you read the news, you really have to dissect word by word, like read it slowly, go through each statement, each sentence, see the adjectives, like the descriptors they use and the feelings they're trying to inject into your brain. Uh, Worrisome, like they want you to be scared. And the maybe, the maybe help is clearly a cover your ass measure because (laughs) maybe the Associated Press doesn't want the FDA on their ass. And then we have... You know, see where they source from as well. So research from multiple countries. What countries? Where did it come from? I'm sure they explain later, but, you know, just see how descriptive they get. Ah, shows the Pfizer shot and other widely used COVID vaccines offer strong protection against, ooh, the highly contagious Delta variant, which is spreading rapidly around the world. I really want you to think this stuff is, like, spreading spreading like a conspiracy theory clickbait. That's that's what they want you to think this Delta variant is doing. Uh, two doses of most vaccines are critical to develop high levels of antibodies. So, a little bit of brainwashing there. On Thursday, Pfizer's doctor. Wow, okay. That's where the research is coming from. Pfizer itself. Fi- the, the company that made the shot Their doctor is telling us about their product that's making them $50 billion, $100 billion in the next few years. Uh, This is is advertising, folks. We are no longer in the realm of... We haven't been in the realm of healthcare in this country since at least 100 years ago. Like, when, when were the Rockefellers and the Carnegie's Getting their, getting their allopathic medicine. Like, when was the Flexner Report written? 19? Have you ever heard of the Flexner Report? If you haven't, look it up. Uh, somebody hit me with a year. I forget. 19, like, 15. It was a long time ago. Basically, I think it was John D. Rockefeller. I think it was the big, the big man himself. He found... He needed this report to bring to Congress. It basically said... 1910. Thank you. Usernamed, usernamed Dilemma. Appreciate it. 1910. Uh, I think I think John Rockefeller found like a, a Carnegie child that was like an assistant or something, and had him had him write this report that essentially said the future of medicine is going to be research. We need to fund millions and well, then it would have been like what thousands, hundreds of thousands, but millions and billions of dollars in today's dollars. We got to fund all this money into research. Research, research, research. We just can't we need to keep researching freaking everything. And we need to research our research. And we need to re well, you hope they would do that, but they usually don't. We need to research all this stuff. So, billions of dollars for that, billions of dollars for drugs to allopathic medicine. And the AMA, you know, the American Medical Association just exploded 1910 over the next three, four decades, 30 years. uh, I think chiropractic care in this country dropped by like 80%. Herbalism 
the the amount of herbalists that were out there as well dropped by massive numbers um yeah and that's when that's when the 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 miracles of modern medicine really started getting a getting created now don't get me wrong i'm all for emergency medicine like there's been all kinds of stuff that great we're in a modern age and and these certain things absolutely uh, are necessary and help us but granted it's the it's the it's the magic pills it's the idea of well non-prevention that they you know they don't ever teach us prevention it's that idea of those kind of ideologies that really screwed us and that they started pumping out about 100 years ago you know go through your history learn the true history and you can learn about the families that screwed this country the the true histories of the wars and what happened after the wars and the second half of the 20th century in this country and the intelligence agencies and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, let's get back into this. I really don't think there's anything else I need to say about this, actually. Uh, it's just ridiculous what's happening with our so-called healthcare system, pharmaceutical system, but it is, uh, it's crumbling. You know, it is crumbling. This door-to-door -door vaccine thing is glorious. It's just spawning memes everywhere. People are laughing at it like they cannot believe. I'm seeing less masks. That's for sure. I'm seeing less and less masks at the store. I hope that doesn't mean that more and more people are getting vaccinated and just taking the masks off, but I'm seeing less of them. And more and more people are, again, like saying this vaccine shit is just ridiculous. And you see the desperation. That's why they have to make this a clown world, go to extra lengths and do all this crap. So anyway, guys, more people are waking up to big pharma, waking up to the, the rigged election, waking up to everything so let's get into let's see what's happening in the the chat cam let's turn to some q a now we've been going for about half an hour now we can uh i'm gonna bring up some hold up here wait a minute foxhole is foxhole down is foxhole down let me know guys if you're if you're watching, unless I have the URL wrong. Huh. Uh, uh, anyway, heard advice that you need a no trespassing passing sign. I heard that too. If you have like a no solicitation, when really it is a solicitation, right? They're trying to freaking sell you a product. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna look for Foxhole on. Brave browser. There we go. I guess it doesn't work on Google. It's not working on Google. It's working on Brave, though. I don't know if that's a new thing or not, but anyway, it's interesting. So, where was that? Yeah, the no trespassing sign. No trespassing. So, uh, just do that and you'll be all right. Just don't answer the door. You know, what are you, why are you answering the door? Who are these people? Why, why are you here? <laughs> have you heard the word of our Lord and Savior, Big Pharma, and Anthony Fauci? <laughs> Private property owners own firearms. Yeah, those poor folks, like the poor, the poor people that are actually going to sign up for that job, walk around door to door. Oh, uh, there's going to be... If, if they find a pro-vaxxer, all they're going to get is a yes. Have you been vaccinated? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, good. Have a nice day. If they find a non-vaxxer, they're going to get an earful. 
Like, what are you thinking? Are you, uh, what, what are you, where did you, what did you learn? What do you read? What do you, where do you get your news, son? <laughs> and answer through the window. Yeah, don't be violent. Don't be mean, but seriously. Uh, this class action is a confirmation of Q. It's a very neat future proves past, that's for sure. Q told us class action lawsuits were effective, and, you know, so that is one. That is a proof for all intents and purposes. It's far better than a lot of these, like, weird decodes that people are trying to stretch and reach with these days. That's a that's real proof. Cosmic Lion says, Werner Braun, Von Braun warned of a fake alien invasion by the deep state. Did he? I'm. It's a possibility. I'm not saying he didn't, but the people were told from that claim he said that. It's just secondhand stuff, right? Anyway, do I think they will pull a fake alien invasion before full disclosure? I got to read these comments before they get off the screen because I can't scroll through this. <laughs> um, did he say that? Do we know? Like, do we have proof? That's one question, right? And I would... I don't know. I would just never stop questioning, right? That's n that's not offense to anybody. I'm not bashing anybody, but I'm just saying, like, it's all secondhand. Did he actually say that? Uh, although, if he did, uh, the fake alien invasion thing, I, I've I'm gonna do a video on that actually. It uh, got like a dedicated video because people have all these like ideas and it's, there's like buzzwords thrown out there. Project Bluebeam, which is Project Bluebeam. Was that ever an actual military project as well, right? Like there was a, I think a Canadian author in the 90s that uh, claimed it to be, and that's kind of where it sprang up from. But uh, so, you know, good to have your facts straight and, uh, or just like keep researching for the facts to continue verifying. But the fake alien invasion thing, like what, what, I don't, what do they, what does that mean? What do people, what do people like, what's the idea they think is going to happen in their head when they say the deep state's going to pull a fake alien invasion? I would think if they would do it, they would have done it by now. They would, and, and with a, with a false flag, with any false flag operation, the, a crucial factor that makes those succeed is the element of surprise. If we've had influencers on the internet that claim they get censored, but they don't really get censored, <coughs> career if you've had them claiming on the internet for like 20 years screaming from the rooftops blue beam fake innovation well that doesn't that doesn't make for a good false flag right and then of course you have some of the narratives that like okay in steven greer's documentary the cosmic hoax one of those i'm gonna do a don't worry guys in the next couple days i'm gonna do a review on that movie too but in that documentary one of the main points that was made like i don't know halfway through the thing was that trump was fed disinformation about the ufo op and trump was brainwashed like he was greer the narrative was that trump didn't know what was going on that he believed the brainwashing that he you know he's he's dumb basically stephen greer is kind of playing us for dumb by acting like trump is dumb and i'm like who told you to say that who told you to say that? No. They knew. They knew. That's why Q was so important, right? So all these all these weirdos like Greer's who's claiming those things for whatever reason. I don't know if he actually believes it or, or if it's just disinfo he's putting out there. But it, it helps us 
really just slice through the people who, you know, don't have the bigger, bigger picture. Like, like, okay, he's putting a big picture out on the UFO thing, but there's like a bigger, bigger picture that I don't even think, you know, he's, for whatever reason, doesn't get into the the blue beam pill. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, people getting into that blue beam stuff. You don't take the, the Project Blue Pill. In terms of UFOs, there's a lot of blue pills out there that people are just, black pills. What do they call it? Black pills now when you're like kind of diet woke, when you're uh, almost there, but not really. Yeah, I don't know if, if Greer was working with Podesta, but in 2009, Podesta was the point man that Greer, I guess, like gave his briefing packet to or his info to to pass along to the Obama administration. Because you know Greer likes to say, oh, I briefed all these presidents and I was going to brief Putin, I briefed these people. Like almost as if he's like, it, it kind of sounds like he shook their hand and he like, you know, talked to him face to face. But uh, <laughs> maybe his ego can't 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 contextualize those situations properly but uh yeah I don't know. you don't know if these presidents even like read his stuff maybe the binder was there but they say ah oh, who cares throw it in the trash uh but no yeah there's that i just, I just want to ask greer about pizzagate see what he says you ask a lot of these ufologists about pizzagate and uh or q or anything like that you know anything that's like bigger bigger picture and they'll just go full shill or they'll just cower away and give you some bullshit non-answer or something from like you know nbc (laughs) i asked i asked nick pope once actually nick pope right he's the dude going all over like cnn and even fox news and whatnot uh talking about ufos a bunch i asked nick pope about uh he i don't think he had any idea who i was at this point but this was in 2017 before even this like a tip black and white UFO videos, all this stuff happened uh, in 2017. But I asked Nick Pope, how, how do you think Podesta's emails got out? I asked him something about Podesta's emails and he said, uh, Russians hacked him. Yeah. He went, he went with a hack narrative and uh, Russians. <laughs> I just, I said, Oh, okay. I don't forget. I don't forget. Um, I was at Contact in the Desert in 2017. The last one they had in Joshua Tree before they moved it to like the Ritzy Hotel in uh, in Palm Desert. Palm Desert? Am I? No, Indian Wells. Indian Wells. And uh, now Contact in the Desert. Oh, dude. Go to Contact in the Desert's uh, social media accounts right now. Any of them. Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and see what happened at, at their uh, com- virtual conference they were trying to hold like a week ago <laughs> or two weeks ago. Yeah, censorship in the desert, right? Because uh, they basically, uh, long story short, like censored me out of their conference in 2019. That was two years ago. Last year, they didn't hold it again because of the uh, uh, scandemic, right? And... This year they had it virtual. Wow. Okay. Virtual. So, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. A lot of those UFO people wouldn't want to go to Deep Red Florida or Deep Red Texas to hold a UFO conference. Too many Trump voters out there. Uh, What happened there this year? So they tried to hold the virtual event and... uh, they just totally imploded. Like none of their tech worked. Nobody could sign in. 
nobody and they were just getting reamed and i guess their their pr about it or their customer outreach their their damage control was not so good a lot of people weren't happy and that is hilarious they uh oh, why am i doing that maybe that's karma call it karma in the desert What do I think of the Peace in Space website that Stephen Greer promotes? Honestly, Stephen Greer promoting something like that sounds like sounds like galactic level virtue signaling. Galactic. Universal. <laughs> uh, yeah. The UFO community is compromised? Yes. So, some actors, I believe, are. I think a lot of them are just are just selfish. Like they're not. They're not bad, bad people. They're just really selfish people. So they want money. They want attention. They want clicks. And yeah, you know. And then some of them, like we were talking about earlier, useful idiots. So a lot of them are those too. I mean, we've all been useful idiots at some point, though. A lot of us could be useful idiots right now in some regard. So we're just plain cuck. <laughs> some of them, some of them UFO dudes, yeah. They're a little cucky. Put some meat on them bones. Uh, signed into Getter today. I'm going to move this. Why do I have it over there? i got to like break my neck to look at it. Uh, have I ever seen a UFO? I have seen very anomalous craft, very weird craft in the sky. That I don't think those ones were ours. I don't. Uh, we're going to... We've been Q&A'ing for, what, 10 minutes? We'll go, we'll go another 5 to 10. <laughs> Hopium is the real virus. Yeah, that's uh, that just means you're scared. You're really, like, you're terrified. If you keep reaching for this uh, clickbait stuff on the internet, um, lo log off. Go, go meditate. Go read a bible go do whatever it is that you do to you know, heal yourself go do some freaking peyote in the jungle or some mushrooms i don't know whatever it is you do to heal yourself go do it because if you're if you're jumping and all this shit you're seeing on the internet you're getting ah and you're getting scared and you know people are messing with your emotions if you're letting other people mess with your emotions like that people you don't even know who are just tapping away on a keyboard random shit whatever comes to their mind um, that means other people have far more control over your mind than you do. So, chill. Someone said, I've seen some interdimensional stuff. If you've ever gone to sleep and had a dream, which I think some of us do now and again, You've you've seen interdimensional stuff. That's a that's a fun conversation to get into. Someone said Greer always scares me. Yeah, I always wonder how much uh, artificial testosterone is flowing through his body at any given moment. Do I think the 1947 crash were aliens or Nazi tech using clone aliens? <sighs> Nazi tech and clone aliens, honestly. The more, 
the more realistic one, and if I had to choose between those, would probably be extraterrestrials. <laughs> Nazi tech with the clone aliens. Whoa. What am I? Uh, what am I drinking? This is co- this is a small shot of coffee. Coffee. Said that like I'm from Boston. Uh, with collagen in it. I don't really like buying it because this company's from San Francisco and they they have some like really just total diet woke, fake woke stamps on this, but it has collagen in it and I've been trying to uh, eat more collagen for my joints that keep breaking. Uh, what up fam, what up storm has arrived. Good work on Telegram, my friend. What do I think about the Brian Cates Linwood feud? Ooh, ah, shit! Somebody brought that up. I didn't really want to talk about that on this stream, but ah, uh, yeah, Lynn, Linwood. Um, you know, if you, we hope the best for everybody, but sometimes you uh, you can love them and you can ask, what the fuck are you doing at the same time, right? And I think this is one of those times. Uh, yeah, he's, he's done some weird stuff on his social media accounts. If, if you're new to this too, like, trust me, you've got to, you got to be in this game for like, I don't know, at least six months, a year, like closely following it, uh, to really maybe pick up what some of us are saying, but some weird things he's posted, some stuff that was, was fake. Yes, it was, it was fake and wrong. I don't know why he posted it. Uh, but it was fake, and his sharing of, like, Ghost Ezra and certain, like, dangerous, chill Telegram accounts, uh, it's weird. But the Brian Cates-Lynn thing, you know, Brian Cates, I got a lot of respect for what he's doing, because, of course, it's the kind of shit-stirring that I often do. I think I think Brian kind of, like, got fed up, because sometimes I just get fed up, and I'm just like, fuck, there's so much dumb shit out there right now. People are believing, and I'll just go off, right? I'll just get a, I'll just go off on, like, Telegram or something. Um, I think Brian got fed up, and he went off, a f- like, a week ago, last week, or last weekend. I don't know really when it started with him, a few days ago. I think Brian Cates got fed up, went off, but maybe went a little too far, and... uh and some people kind of like he he lost a big amount of his following like 10% of his telegram following really you know that's it shouldn't matter but it, in some regards it's like it kind of shows you how controversial he got um <laughs> he went far and then he got kind of like clapbacked i think from a few people but he hasn't stopped he uh he's he's talking a lot about Linwood's supposed whistleblower the John here to help guy aka ryan dark white aka dr jonathan mcgreevy see what i'm saying uh all the same dude supposedly if it's a dude or a ghost or whoever i don't know we've never seen him uh yeah i don't know there's a lot of people in my chat right now that are like linwood's good linwood's bad brian cates is good brian cates is bad brian cates was good what's this good and bad shit? Like, we don't, we don't know these people. I've never met either of them. I've never talked to either of them. How, how are we, and this is, uh, this is important, okay? Because this goes for not just what I'm saying here, all across the internet, not just the people I'm talking about, but 
all across the interwebs, people you've never freaking met, you don't know what they're really like behind the scenes, off the internet, you don't know their stories, you don't know. How are you gonna categorize people and judge them like that? You don't freaking know. If with, with people on the internet, you've gotta follow them again for like six months, year, years, before you can get a, even a, like a gist, like a, like a gist of who they really are, okay? I mean, there's nothing like meeting somebody in person, shaking their hand and talking to them. And even then, when you get the physical energetic reading of somebody, they could be a damn good actor. They could yank your chain and mind screw you for uh, a while. So yeah, just don't be naive, right? I, I'm not saying Lynn is good or Lynn is bad. I'm not saying Bryden Cates is good or bad because good or bad are subjective too. That You got to understand that as well. That's another rant I won't get into here, but... Um, I gotta say, Brian Cates is asking a lot of poignant questions about Linwood's whistleblower, some of Linwood's claims, and let me tell you one thing about Linwood's whistleblower, the, the John here to help. I like to call him John here to LARP. The reason why I like to call him John here to LARP is that I listened to an interview of his from December 2019, Okay. This was on like, I, I literally think I spent Christmas. I think it was Christmas Day that I spent listening to John here to help do an interview with Red Pill 78 okay? He did an interview with Zach. And uh, I listened to this whole thing because I was curious. And my God, and this was before, I, th I think, was it before they met? I don't know, maybe not, but it was, it was before like Linwood... It's probably before I knew Lou Linwood was, right? It was 2019, almost two years ago, year and a half ago. Um, I was like, oh my God, this guy is so full of shit. And at that point, he only went by John here to help. <laughs> he was going off on like God frequencies he hears and like, oh, it was, and I think the, the Deep Space Project 9 thing and then some shit. I'm like, oh, this is, what is this dude talking about? And even Zach on the it, it, during the interview was like uh okay uh <laughs> i i did a video video about this too i actually did a video about this and put it on youtube um let me see if i can find it i have an archive maybe i'll dig it up and see what i said about the thing but uh nowadays right and then and then he started going by ryan dark white a few a few months ago and and then these lawsuits came out. Now he's Linwood's whistleblower and all sorts of shit. So I'm like, I don't. It's we have to ask questions about it. Damn right. Good on you, Brian Cates, for asking questions and not giving a shit about all the shills in your comments and uh, the the thousands of followers you lost. That is, that's good. You know, good and bad. That is that. I from my perspective, I think that's all right. I can you know. World is dramatic, people. Deal with it. Too much drama. Oh, it's dra we don't want this drama. No, you have to ask the questions, okay? And we must get good answers for the questions. Uh, if, if, you're, if you try to, you know, twist the story and virtue signal and do that sort of shit and, and beat around the bush and not answer the direct questions directly, then something's up, right? Question me. That's why, that's why I tell my boring-ass story all the time of how I got into all this stuff because I know people are going to question me, so why not be open about it? Yeah, I, I dropped out of college. I started working at this this store, and 
manage it for a while. Then I went to work at a chiropractic clinic. Then I went to, you know, be a personal trainer, strength coach. And then I said, screw this. And then I got on the internet. And then, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Linwood's whistleblower is freaking weird. Some of the shit Linwood's posted on the internet's been weird too. Fake Mike Pence emails. Conservativebeaver.com saying the Pope's been arrested. <laughs> that was that was about six months ago. Yeah. Uh, Linwood's posted Charles Ward videos, Simon Parks videos, Scott McKay videos. Linny, Lin, Lin even copy and pasted a post of mine too on Telegram once. <laughs> Not that that really matters, but I, I just thought it was weird. Like he he'll he'll fo he'll forward posts from Ghost Ezra, Ghost Ezra, yes. But he'll he'll co he'll copy and paste posts from. He probably got it from me, the, we the media. It was a post that I shared to we the media, Telegram account, and uh, maybe Lynn Wood was following. He was either following we the media or me, but he copy and pasted straight, no changes, just. Couldn't forward it, but he'll forward Ghost Ezra, right? So I just, it's his judgment. I'm like, something's weird. He could be just gullible. I don't know. Or just new to, like, how deep it all goes. But hot damn. Some irresponsible, some irresponsible enters were pressed. <laughs> Posts. Post buttons. Irresponsible post buttons were pressed. Del Bigtree. I like Del Bigtree. He's great. Ezra is an interesting account. Lots of junk in between some good stuff. Uh, it's a shill account, dude. Controlled opposition. 90, 95% of the time, they're going to give you exactly what you want to hear and good stuff. And then 5, 10% is just going to be bullshit. And that's the dangerous bullshit. That's why we can't. we have to be careful. We can't amplify these accounts and echo them without the disclaimer of this is garbage garbage account so yeah ghost ezra is a dangerous one it's a dangerous telegram account to this movement all right last couple questions some people want to ask me about the aliens and i'm all for switching the topic up at this point um what do we think about the notion that some of these aliens are actually Nephilim? Nephilim. I like that you stated some of the aliens because, well, you know, you see all the time people saying aliens are demons or aliens are fallen angels, and it's like it's like the world's so black and white and simple to them. Um, I mean, you look at the Book of Enoch and. It was describing some what seemed to be ET beings coming down this planet and meddling in things. I, I, you know, I do think that there could be lineages or descendants from those particular races. But again, we live in a big cosmos. There's a lot of races out there, and there's probably been multiple races that have fiddled with humanity throughout history, both good and bad malevolent and benevolent if you want to be a little more descriptive um in terms of like nephilim fallen angel i don't know you got the you got the smithsonian suppressing the the giant bones right the big bones of giants found in like the late 1800s early 1900s especially off that island uh in uh california catalina 
the giant bones and the elongated skulls and all sorts of stuff, like, really makes you wonder. Really makes you wonder. And uh, in terms of, like, the Bible and different scriptures from not just Western religions, but all worldwide religions, I don't think people read, understand the allegory, the metaphor. These are written with, and they'll take they'll take whatever is told to them just at face value or whatever the church says or these like very basic, the basic rhetoric they stick with and they like get brainwashed by that. But you have to go deeper. Like people people think I'm I'm anti-Jesus and anti-Bible and, and whatnot. I'm like, no, not it, not it all. I'm, I'm anti-simp thinking. I'm anti-brainwashing. I'm anti-groupthink. Let's sift down deeper. Let's, let's research all religions, spiritual sex, science even as well to get a understanding of the deeper meanings, right? Uh, Haiti president jumping around here okay guys any last comments questions concerns complaints I know I get a lot of complaints on the internet I know I get a lot of them I don't know if a lot of those complaints are from actual humans or maybe they're paid they're paid to put those complaints there but you're talking about the Haiti president uh, I, I talked a little bit about that in a video I did earlier, if you want to go see some of my thoughts on that, but I wonder, I wonder if Big Pharma is involved, honestly, I do wonder, they pulled, uh, they pulled a Tanzanian president on him, they magafulgi, maga, 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 magafulgi, Ma what was his name, the Tanzanian president that sent in the PCR test with the Papan goat DNA and got him back positive, and then he died earlier this year, right? Magafulgi. I'm butchering that name, but he got hit the Haiti president got Magafulgi. <laughs> he got Marfugled. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Marfugal. Uh the president of Tanzania, Marfugal. <laughs> All right, guys, I think that is good for this one. There's one comment I wanted to touch on, but I got to figure out how to, like, scroll through these. So, Magafuli, there we go. There we go, nice, thank you. I just had to have the word in front of my face so I can read it off. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you. Much appreciated for tuning in or listening or watching this on the replay or wherever you're at. Um, I'll get this up on, you know, BitChute Rumble the other channels, jordansather.tv after this. And uh, tomorrow we will live stream as well. So 4 p.m. I'm probably going to start doing the Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday live streams at 4 p.m. Honestly, it's a little easier for me than 3. So slight time change again. I'm sorry. I know. But <laughs> we'll do 4 p.m. Anyway, live stream tomorrow. I'll remind you guys on Telegram and elsewhere and then i'll get these uploaded and then other stuff's coming too so uh, there you go guys that's it for this one much appreciated see you hopefully tomorrow take care